Hello, you lovely lot, and thank you for joining me for episode 83, yeah, 83, of Near Perfect Pitch. An absolute inundation of new releases this week, and I'll tell you all about it. Going to hear some new material by Newcastle's OK Champ, in as much as there's something new by... uh, Echo and the Bunnymen, yes, there's a new album coming out uh, before the end of the year, and I'll talk more about that in a little bit more detail later on. Uh, more from uh, Wooden Ships from their new LP, and uh, going to hear a song called Golden Flower. Uh, new stuff by Hatchie, in as much as Helen Walker's got a new tune under the guise of the Nearlies. New material by the Autumn Stones from Toronto, and new release-wise too, Virgin Daydream. Uh, Bobby Thomas got a new release out, and uh, Brian Jonestown Massacre have got a new LP out as well. There is also new material by The Shipbuilders and uh, new material by Puck. And I can tell you confidently that this week's programme is brought to you by Matty Lochlin, The Shipbuilders and The Foxes Classic, as well as Joe Chalmers, Puck and The Milk Chocolate Hobnob. Going to be talking to Matty from The Shipbuilders at the end of the programme and also going to be talking to Joe from Puck, fresh off their brand new debut LP at the end of the programme as well. So two interviews to look forward to. In as much as we always have our special features, we've got our essential wax, we've got Tinterweb Time, Obligatory Fall, our weekly peel, cover me, and of course, the interviews. We'll kick things off this week with a bit of James. Some holy geek, his point in life is in. 
Material from Brian Jones Town Massacre off the brand new Something Else LP. That is Psychic Lips, and that was preceded by, to kick off the programme, from their seventh LP from 97. That's James with an LP track, Lost a Friend, off the Whiplash LP. New stuff next by San Francisco's Wooden Ships off their fifth LP, uh, handily titled Five. We can hear a song up next entitled Golden Flower.
modern world. This is the modern world. the jam from 1977 with modern world that's our uh, weekly peel session this week that's from april the 26th 1977 my my word and that's preceded by the immense wooden ships from san francisco with golden flower pulled off their fifth lp entitled five or latin roman numeral v if, if you like. Uh, next, from Toronto, uh, the Autumn Stones have got a new single out called Mandatory Love. You're going to hear that in just a second. I can also tell you, uh, in terms of non-new releases, what you're going to be able to hear forthcoming, I hope. And some of these might get ditched. Uh, inevitably happens. But uh, the majority of this, I think you're most likely to be hearing. Some Swerve Driver, some Dubs, Gigolo Ants, Airhead, Blue Aeroplanes, uh, Shampoo, Curve, and some Michael Head and The Strands, no less. Here is uh, that mandatory love track I was telling you about by Toronto's The Autumn Stones.
Blue Aeroplanes. Now that is a song of 1991's Beat Songs, their fifth LP released on Ensign Records. Again, an LP track, Jack Leaves, Back Spring. And before that, the Autumn Stones from Toronto, just down the road here. And that's uh, their latest single called Mandatory Love. And you can find out more and all you need to know about them at the Autumn Stones, all one word, .bandcamp.com. Next up, we're off to Sweden for a little bit of Anna Turnheim, the title track to her latest LP.
that's the Mighty Mighty Dubs, isn't it? And that's from their last record, which was released all those years ago in 2009. Seems like yesterday that um, Kingdom of Rust was released. Crazy, isn't it, really? And uh, that was Greatest in I, an LP track. And I think they're long overdue reforming. They've, all, they've had their solo antics and they've, they've released their, their Black Rivers and, uh, and their solo works. Uh, Jimmy's released his solo record. So time to get back together, lads, and, and I'd really love a new Dove LP. Thank you very much, please, and thank you. Before that, from Stockholm, Sweden, Anna Turnheim, title track to her seventh LP that was released last year called All The Way To Rio. And if you want to learn more about her wonderful pop sensibilities and uh, get your hands on some of her records, go to annaturnheim.com. That's a A-N-A-T-E-R-N-H-E-I-M.com. Right, so we're about uh, eight songs in. Next up, Echo and the Bunnymen have got a new record coming out on the 5th of October. It's called uh, The Stars, the Ocean and the Moon. Now, it's a Bunnymen classics transformed uh, and new songs with strings and things attached, it says here. The Bunnymen revisit some of their greatest songs to rearrange and transform them with a couple of brand new tracks to boot to accompany all the classics. Well then, let's hear a little bit of a taster, shall we? Here's Seven Seas. Never sorry heart With your favorite feeling Paint all the blue Stop your tears from stinging Hear the caveman singing Good news to bring in Seven seas Swimming them so well Glad to see My face among them Kissing the tight, tight shell Longing for Some fresh feeling Belonging all just forever kneeling in is the sense of stealing without the grace to be it. Seven sea swimming them so well. Glad to see your face upon them. Kissing my tartars, yeah. My tartars, Tear flow 
seven seas swimming them so well. Glad to see my face among them, kissing my tartar seven seas swimming them so well. Glad to see. My face among them, kissing my tartar seven seas, swimming them so well. Glad to see my face among them, kissing your tartar seven.
the inimitable Swerve Driver. That is Son of Mustang 4, title track to their first EP that came out on Creation Records in 1991 and also, of course, appears on their debut LP, Rays. Before that, The Bonnie Men, The Stars, The Ocean and The Moon is out on October the 5th and that's a little sampler for you. That's uh, their reworking of the magnificent Seven Seas and... Uh, I, I, to my knowledge, I don't know anyone who's covered Seven Seas, and I don't want them to either. The only one who has a right to, I think, is is, uh, is Ian and the boys. So uh, well done on that one, and I've got that to look forward to, as have you. October the 5th, the stars, the ocean, and the moon. Next up, let's go to New York City. Um, Exit Music, they've got their third LP out. They've not had an LP out for quite some time, and I think their first one came out all the way back in 2007. Um, this one's called The Recognition, and you can find out a lot about this band at exitmusic, or one word, .bandcamp.com. And here's a track of uh, the brand new record entitled Iowa. <laughs> Yeah. 
Someone said the world was up for auction sale I think it's true So come on, get in We know how it's been We've skated for so Trouble is we wouldn't pay the ferryman Something like me So come on, climb in we know how it's been We skated for so long So come on, get in genius is bandied about all too often nowadays isn't it but uh, when it comes to Mick Head I think it's entirely applicable that is Michael Head and the Strands a single from 1998 that appears on uh, the debut LP uh, entitled The Magical World of the Strands no less from 1997 and before that from New York City from the Recognition LP brand new stuff by Exit Music and go to exitmusic.bandcamp.com the track we heard was Iowa next we're going to hear something new off the debut Sugar and Spice EP by Hatchie. Now, Hatchie, you can uh, get the EP at hatchie.bandcamp.com, and that's H-A-T-C-H-I-E. She's just been signed to Heavenly Records, which is fantastic for her. Here's one of the five tracks, Sure. 
Billy Bragg, who actually made a pop record in 1991. And this particular record, Don't Try This at Home, from 1991, is our Essential Wax this week. Essential Wax is our uh, LP of the week, if you like i.e. if you own it, go and rediscover it and listen to it. And if you don't own it, go and buy it, because it is indeed essential. Produced by Grant Showbiz, and uh, it's Billy Bragg's sixth LP, and his first real pop record of sorts. But uh, you need to know that it came out as a 16-tracker. It came out on Go Discs, and the track I just played you, Cindy of a Thousand Lives, is... Well, it's exemplary in terms of showing how strong the record was. That's an LP track. And the next track I'm going to play you is just that too, as I receive a text. We're going to hear North Sea Bubble. Now I out of trouble 
Excuse me. Yeah? Uh, I wonder if you could help me, please. Um, I want to buy a gramophone. A what? A gramophone. <laughs> gramophone. <laughs> a gramophone. <laughs> I don't think we've got any gramophones here, Grandad. <laughs> What's that? That's a trio automatic cut direct drive turntable, unless I'm very much mistaken. Well, what's the difference between that and a gramophone? Well, about 30 years of a plastic cupboard, you chief. <laughs> well, I'd like one of these, please. You sure? Yes, please. All right. This is going to be good. Right, well, as you can see, it's, uh, it's got all the speeds. It's got 33 and 45. Yes, what, what do it... I do with my old 78s? <laughs> <laughs> what do you say? Nothing, nothing. Now you say, what about my old 78s, didn't you? No, no, I didn't, honestly, no. <laughs> All right. So, you got your deck. Right. Do you want a Dolby with it? Uh, yes, please. You <laughs> <laughs> only have Dolby's with tape recorders, Chief. All right. Do you want an amp? Uh, no, I won't. <laughs> you won't hear anything, Grandad, without an amp, I'm afraid. Oh, so, of course, I, yes, I want an amp. <laughs> you want yes, an amp. Yes, All right, what sort of output are you looking for? What sort have you got? Ah, no, no clues. <laughs> About medium? How many watts, exactly? Oh, I should think about, um, about three. <laughs> no, two, two thousand. Five hundred? Thirty? Thirty? Thirty. Thirty. So you know all about it now, do you? You want a thirty-watt amp? A thirty-watt amp. Do you want speakers? Yes. Do you want rumble filters? Yes. Do you want a bag on your head? Yes. <laughs> so you got your deck, you got your app, you got your rubble filters, and of course, you got your bag on your head. Now, do you want woofers and tweeters? No, I don't want stupid things like woofers. You've got them when you want them or not, Grandad. They're in your speakers. <laughs> You'll be telling us you don't want slimline salad dressing. Yes, I do want slimline salad dressing. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, I'm afraid I didn't have a lot of joy with the gramophone. That's all right, dear. I didn't have much luck with the records, either. <laughs>
on Food Records. That is Shampoo from 1996. A B-side to their second last single, I Know What Boys Want, and a song entitled Blisters and Bruises. What's prominent about it is that it was co-written by Lawrence of Felt Go-Kart Mozart and Denim. Some of you I know out there care about that little fact. Before that, a classic sketch from Not The Nine O'Clock News featuring uh, Mel Smith, Griff Rees-Jones and um, Rowan Atkinson, of course, um, the hi-fi shop sketch. And uh, just go on YouTube and uh, look at the uh, look at the video. Uh, the audio is funny enough in itself, but, uh, but do watch it as well. It's uh, absolutely classic. And uh, Not The Nine O'Clock News, way ahead of their time. And uh, anything you can watch and source by that uh, sketch group do get your hands on because it's still quite quite timeless apart from the video quality it is timeless comedy before that the last and second song of our essential wax lp this week which is billy bragg's don't try this at home from 1991 a pop record not a folk record his six lp on go discs it actually went gold and reached number eight in the charts and was produced by the immense grant showbiz very very uh, experienced chap who has worked with legendary, legendary bands, shall I start again, uh, such as The Fall, have you heard of them, uh, The Smiths, uh, Blue Midnight, and of course uh, Mr Bragg himself. Um, and the record itself was re-released in 2006 with an extra disc of B-sides, demos, uh, tracks that contributed to compilations, etc. that came out, uh, as I say, in 2006 on Cooking Vinyl. There you are. So uh, we're up to right now. Oh, yes, we've got a new release forthcoming uh, by Virgin Daydream off uh, the brand new self-titled EP, Another Sunny Day. Sunny day with you It's all I ever needed It's all I really want to do Sitting on my porch swing Waiting for you to pass by You can pick me in your car And we can leave this town alright Another sunny day with you 
from Potsdam, New York. That's the Gigolo Ants from their fifth LP on Fire Records from 1993, entitled, forgotten its name, Flipping Out. And uh, that's a song called Ride On Baby, Ride On. And that was uh, preceded by Bobby Thomas, a.k.a. Virgin Daydream, off his brand new three-tracker, which you can get your hands on at virgindaydream.bandcamp.com. Another sunny day is what we just heard. Next up, it's time for our obligatory full art track this week. And uh, this week, seize the release, the re-release rather, of the expanded version of Levitate, which was uh, originally released in 1997, uh, the Fall's 19th uh, studio LP. Uh, It's been re-released with side one remaining intact. Uh, I understand there's been some remastering as well. And there's a bonus disc with uh, lots of uh, remixes and never-before-heard material, perhaps. And I'm going to play a track right now off the second disc, entitled Scareball.
brand new stuff by The Nearlies. That is Helen Walker's project. And uh, if you want to find out more about uh, her work, go to soundcloud.com slash everydayrecords. That is as yet unreleased. And Helen was on the show last year. She's a delight and uh, very talented. And I'm very happy to play that song. So I'll keep you posted with anything and everything new that comes uh, by way of the Nearlies, and I'm hoping that'll be uh, available for you all uh, to purchase very, very soon. Before that, Scareball, that uh, was from the extended, expanded edition of Levitate by The Fall, which was released just this week, uh, re-released rather, by the wonderful Cherry Red Records. And get your copy at cherryred.co.uk. Hat-trick time now, which means, quite simply, you get a break from my monotonous voice. Three in a row, starting with this. Brand new way. 
riddle What's shallow and cheap with a hole in the middle?
Really? 
Well, there's your hat trick for this week. Culminating with She's Got Spies by Super Fairy Animals of 1997's Radiator, their second LP on Creation Records. Of course, before that, Airhead with their second single from 91. And at the time, they were actually called Jefferson Airhead before they had to change their name for, for some obvious reasons there, I think. And we kick things off. This is for Sergio Ramos. Uh, it's called Behave by Chumbawamba, a single from 92 that appears on their fifth LP. Their fifth LP being entitled Shh. Yes, it's called Shh. So that's your hat trick this week, and a good one it was. Chumbawamba, Airhead, and Super Furry Animals. Fast, fast gearing up towards the end of the programme where I'm going to be talking to two fab chaps, Matty Loughlin from the, the Shipbuilders and uh, Joe Chalmers from Puck. So you've got that to look forward to in the next uh, few minutes. But before I get to those interviews, there's some uh, more business to attend to. Here's another new release for you. This is a, a band with a debut single from Newcastle-upon-Tyne. Used to live there. What a fantastic city it is. Uh, the Party's Over, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road, by a band called OK Champ. And if you want to get this single, go to okchamp.bandcamp.com and that's O-K-A-Y, champ, or one word, .bandcamp.com. I used to have a spine, but I shrunk it in the wash. I used to have a lover, but I loved it too much. I used to have a dream, but I donated it to science. I used to have a body, but I left it at the beach. I used to have a dog, but I made it in the open I used to be a but now I am modern I used to have a roar, but I dropped it in the back I used to see it last, but now I see it back
the party's over. Goodbye, Yellowbrick Road by OK Champ and okchamp.bandcamp.com. OKAYchamp.bandcamp.com is where you can get this debut single of theirs. Next up, it's time for a little feature that's a little bit like this. Into web time, boys and girls, the time of the week when I share a website of interest, of note, of relevance that I think you might uh, get a kick out of. This week, um, I came across this particular page on Facebook. It is facebook.com slash the tallywags, T-A-L-L-Y-W-A-G-S. Well, it's that time of the year again, isn't it? It's uh, World Cup time just around the corner, and with that comes uh, the release of World Cup-related singles. Uh, but these lot have got uh, a very, very good attitude in that uh, not only have they made it available digitally and made it available across the board, uh, they're supporting it with this little bit of information. So, into the breach go England. Think should actually be onto, but uh, that's being a bit pedantic, isn't it? Uh, uh, charging hopelessly towards the big guns of Russia as they did in 1855 in Balaclava. This time to face the even bigger guns of Brazil, Argentina, Spain, and of course the Germans. Or maybe this time it will be Panama or Tunisia to send us home. The smaller guns to the side of the Valley of Death. Here's the Tallywags with an uplifting, rousing anthem that captures the tenacious, diehard English spirit, the foolish optimism that maybe, that just maybe, it's our time. Without hope, we have nothing. Great little video to support this as well with some beady-eyed uh, sort of Maradona look-alike. It's really a lot of fun. And uh, if you are an England fan, um, you will uh, you will understand exactly what the sentiment is here, i.e. let's not set ourselves up for uh, any more uh, disappointment, i.e. let's just prepare for disappointment as being a matter of course. Anyway, the tallywags. And again, facebook.com slash other tallywags. Right, next up, it's time to get into some shipbuilders.
superb Scouse Popsters, the shipbuilders. And that is Faultline. That is one of uh, two tracks on the double A side, which is brand spanking new. I played it two or three weeks ago, actually. But uh, all three songs that I'm playing today by the shipbuilders have been chosen by Matty himself. So he wanted uh, me to play that one for you. And I've got no problem playing that again. It's a beautiful track. Again, Faultline, facebook.com slash the shipbuilders. And go to Bandcamp, go to May 68 Records, and that's May as, uh, as spelled uh, the French way, M-A-I, 6-8, both digits, records.bandcamp.com. And you can uh, get your hands on this wonderful single. Let's hear the other song of uh, this double A side, Wild Atlantic Way.
romantic way. That is the shipbuilders. That's uh, the other song from the double A sides. We heard uh, Faultline before that, and of course, Wild Atlantic Way makes the set, doesn't it? Now you're going to enjoy this. I'm chatting with Matty in just a couple of seconds. As I say, you will enjoy it. He's a he's a, a well-rounded, very very funny chap and uh, very talented too. So uh, have a listen, and I'll be back to play one more song by this uh, terrific outfit after the interview. All right, Matty, how are you? How's that? Yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm a couple of minutes late there. That's okay. Yeah, no worries. How are things? Yeah, yeah, good, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You? Can't complain. Can't complain at all. I'm very happy to be talking to you because, uh, for obvious reasons, you can probably you can probably surmise that I'm a bit of a fan, and um, <laughs> I wanted to I wanted to at this stage of your uh, sort of growth in your career, this kind of crossroads that you're at, I wanted to. I think it's good timing to, to give you some uh, exposure to the listenership and, and, and have an opportunity to, to, to feature you because um, I'm hoping um, that, that you're not a well-kept secret for much longer. By oh, thank you. <laughs> by, 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 virtue of, by virtue of the releases that, that, I, that I bought thus far, um, I believe I've got everything uh, that you've ever done except I've not been able to get my hot little hands on Stranger's Lament, which I believe is just available for playback on SoundCloud. No, well, I saw you in a copy of that. I was, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, is that, is that... <laughs> that's really kind of you to say as well. Thanks for having me. Oh no, not at all. It's it's just lovely to be talking to it to, to uh, a band that I would deem a band in every sense of the word. And of course, uh, uh, I've got a little bit of an affiliation with the northwest, and uh, do 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 have a little bit of a soft spot for for, for the Liverpool and Manchester scenes. But uh, they've always been there. They've always been vibrant. And I understand that you, of course, prior to to, to the shipbuilders, you you've been you've been very involved. Uh, in music uh, from from the year dot really and and could you just explain to us because because I, I know how how it came about but it's my understanding that you know you've always had a lot of songs hold away and written and um, some time ago you managed to to procure yourself a gig down in Camden and uh, all of a sudden you had to put together a band. I can't, you've done your own work, haven't you? Yeah, 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah no, I, I was in a lot of bands, but like, on and off for the best part of the decade, really. Um, I was in a band called The Albany, um, yeah. and then a band called The Crystal Horses, and after the, the Crystal Horses fizzled out, um, I, I was left with kind of this plethora of songs, really, um, and I kind of swore off playing again, more than I was just kind of frustrated walking around with like, yeah. these tunes and said, my wife's like, I've got to do something, so I, um, I kind of, I thought, well, I didn't, I didn't want to do a gig in Liverpool, so um, somehow I ended up with this gig in, in Camden, in London, and I uh, yeah, I, I kind of had every intention of doing it. Just got on my own, play a few songs on my own, and uh, But then on the building, it was like, we were building this full band. I had about to say, it was a mammoth 10 days. I was just, I just didn't want to cancel it. I thought, well, that, you know, I didn't make it a bad name on your first gig. So uh, it, was, um, it was chaos. And I ended up recruiting Danny, who um, kind of drove us down. But he, Played guitar and he's kind of been in the strip builders ever since. And um, I've been brother on bass for a bit and I'm, I'm an old drummer. And uh, they've kind of d- done their own things now, but Danny's still um, still on board from, from now. So that's kind of where it all came from. At that point, it was still, I just thought, I'll just go under my own name and uh, have like the ship builders as like whoever wants to be in the back and band type of thing. But, yeah. And it very quickly became apparent that that was a bit just a good nightmare. So um, I dropped the Matthew Lachman bit. And the shipbuilders were ahead of us. Fantastic, fantastic. And, and um, 
your brother was in the band, wasn't he? But now, now it's your brother-in-law on bass, is that right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep everyone at arm's length. Uh, Flipping, eh? Yeah, my brother, and uh, he, he moved over to Spain for, for the job. And uh, my brother-in-law, he, I've been in bands previously, but he's stepped in. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been my core line for just over two years now. Good stuff, good stuff. And um, with, uh, with, with living where you live and uh, with your upbringing, Needless to say, you know we can talk about we can talk about the obvious. We can talk about Shaq. We can talk about mm-hmm. we can talk about Probe. We can talk about all kinds of things. We can talk about the Zanzibar. But you, you know what happens when you're brought up in your part of the world? You don't know anything different, uh, and you've been immersed in, in music. And, and I know that you've got a very very diverse uh, list of people that you would deem influences from the obvious, of course, like the Shaq and the Arthur Lees and the, yeah. and the Captain Beefhearts. But I know that you've got a real uh, uh, a real soft spot for, for Mr. Cohen, amongst other things. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, D- Dylan as well, obviously. I think that's just a given as well. What was happening, Sally? I was just going to say that Dylan, Dylan is an obvious given as well that, <laughs> that, that, uh, that I would imagine is a part of, a part of the repertoire. But um, I, I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking at the list of your uh, so-called influences. And, and again, you know, whether it's Lloyd Cole or Nick Drake, these, these are all people that, that could that could write a song. Now, now when it comes to you, uh, you know, when someone tells me they've got like a, you know, they've even had at any point a backlog of 40 songs written, that blows my little mind. It's, it's all I can do to write a, you know, to write a haiku. So, <laughs> so you've got 40 songs hold away. That's very impressive. But, but how, how do you approach it? Because obviously, um, you, 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 you're in my mind, you're up there as, as a songwriter, songwriter, as, as, a, as a Lee Mavis or, 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 or such like. And so, 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 so what's your style? What do you do? How, how, does, how does one start in your world to write a song? Well, first and foremost, thanks very much for the comparison. That's, a, that's, that's how it is um, But in terms of how I write a song, there's no kind of set formula, but usually um, it starts with the music. And, uh, and kind of the inspiration can come from anywhere, like, you know, uh, Strings Lament, for instance, uh, I heard a, a busker on Bow Street in, in town playing like, well, I'll just say, well, playing a cordial mom's playing the trumpet, and I just thought, ooh, there's something about that sound, I thought, right, I'll have to go away and write something like that. Or, you know, I'll, I'll hear something, um, or stumble across a chord sequence or something like that. Yeah. And usually I'll start with, start with the music, and then that'll kind of determine the subject matter. If that makes sense, so it does. Um, but but Matty, when you say music, when you say music, you, you're talking about the acoustic guitar pri- primarily, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah kind of ninety-nine percent of the acoustic, yeah, yeah. And so then from there, can that kind of give me an idea, like uh, a phrase or an image might pop into the head associated with that sound, and then that kind of guides where I'm going to go. Sometimes it, you know, it, it takes me down a dead end that I have to change, but usually that, that's how it kind of tumbles out. Gotcha. But well, I, I. I can sense that, that it doesn't just come out and spew out effortlessly because your, your lyrics are quite articulate and, and if, if they just sort of poured out of you, I'd be beyond impressed. I would imagine there's a tiny bit of a struggle to come up with the lyrics, but uh, it, it's, it's, your, your lyrics are very evocative uh, and I would imagine that is something that you're not really overly conscious of being that it's so subjective to you, but the sound that you've developed, you know, if, if I'd have heard you sort of arbitrarily and didn't know who you were and where you were from, I would I would hazard a guess that you were from Merseyside. Does that sound Does that sound remotely logical? Because of you know Liverpool's unique unique uh, place in, in the cultural fibre of the UK, 
uh, obviously carries over to, to music as well. And there's an undeniable, mm. there's an unde undeniable sort of uh, spinal column in Liverpool whereby there's a truism in terms of what people adhere to when it comes to music and, and what they deem a good song and, and what they deem proper songwriting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd certainly agree with that. In terms of in terms of the lyrics, um, again, thank you very much for the compliment. But it's something to work on. But it's um, yeah, it's it's more come as I said, it comes from the images, or I'll catch a you know a line, or something, I'll try and capture the spirit rather than kind of um, you know sitting down with a typewriter type of thing. Yes. Um, but with 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 regards to to the noisy side side of things, I'm, you know, I'd be a fool to deny it. You know, it is there. Um, I think it's more, as you're saying, it's almost taken for granted, for, for want of a better phrase, because you, you don't know any different, really. Yeah. You know, it's not as if it's not as if we're all locked down, you know, saying fab and all things <laughs> people, but, you know, it's, it's, it's undeniably there. Yeah, well, um, I, I, I could analogise it by saying, you know, if you if you'd never heard the coral before and you heard the coral and you asked <laughs> where do they come from, you'd hazard a pretty accurate guess, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, some people try and, you know, reject that, and some people try and embrace it perhaps a bit too much, so I think it is a bit of a fine line to walk. It is. And, you know, there will, there will be time, we'll be working on a song, and I'll think, oh, do you know what, this is a bit too jingle jangle, or this is a bit too, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's a bit too scouse for one to look at the way. Yeah. You know, let's, let's bring it in a bit, or let's try a different guitar tone, or something. Yeah. Uh, but it's certainly not that, you know, you don't feel really at the back of the water, especially and the influence is so great, you know what I mean? That's right, yeah, I mean, they're, unde they're undeniable. I mean, it's uh, you, you can't shirk them even if you wanted to. Now, yeah. now the name, of course, in as much as you had to hurriedly put together a band in the best part of a fortnight, um, in as much as you also had to come up with a name for yourself, and I'm just assuming that, that uh, it's, it's, a, it's a Costello reference, and, and uh, I understand there's, a, there's something Thatcher-esque about it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um... I was still in the house band with Crystal Horses on the line my reflection dies and we just happened to be a town with our guitars and um the town was I've never quite known they might like it, you know. Yeah. Right all around me there was a uh, a kind of an atmosphere for one to go back yeah. and yeah. um, we ended up in a in a bar called Sand on the Street and um we had a we had the song which uh, we, I can't I can't repeat the title. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> but we we played it and it went down great and, in the bar, they were playing all like Billy Bragg or Wayne Cassidy or yeah. this, that, and the other, and all like the, you know, Ghost Town and all these songs that you associate with that time and the spirit and obviously the death of Fletcher. And in amongst that, with Shipbuild, and um, I remember going to Staggering on just thinking that would make a brilliant name for the band. Um, and of course, I was, I was in the band at the time, so I got dropped in the back of my mind. And, uh, um, when I had to assemble the band, I came back and I thought, well, you've got the the you know, just the story of just kind of telling you, but also is the, you know, Camelhead over the, or, you know, my granddad, or great granddad, I should say, was an actual shipbuilder, so it is like, it comes back to your Liverpool connection that you're talking about. Yeah. I just kind of thought it like, tick them out of boxes. Although I would say, it looks a lot better on paper when I, when I say it out loud, it might be a good taste, because uh, <laughs> it sounds remarkably like a, a swear word, shall we say? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It does, but it's also yeah, it's lovely that you know you can bring in, you know, you bring in your, your family lineage when it comes to working on the docks, and and uh, mm -hmm. it, it obviously yeah. means it means an awful lot to you, and it's just got this double triple meaning. So, um, I, I also understand that that you are um, are you still uh, are you still studying at the moment, Matt? May? Uh, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm,
Mary, Mary finished, yeah, I'm a uh, trainee uh, clinical psychologist, so I'll be uh, a four months time, I'll, I'll be a while, I'll be a qualified psychologist, yeah. That's yeah. brilliant. That's been quite the job. <laughs> I would imagine that just on its own is, is an immense commitment. My, my daughter, my daughter's in university, just finished the first year actually, and she wants to be the very same. And, oh yeah? Uh, yeah, yeah, she's, uh, well, she, she was firstly into the forensics, watching every version or, or version or similar of CSI <laughs> or whatever it was, or Criminal Minds. And now she yeah. wants to specialise. It's it's a wonderful it's a wonderful pursuit. So you got you just got a handful of months left, then you finished. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm yeah, yeah. Probably. Good stuff. With the band has been has been. Uh, well, you've got. Time, but, well, between yeah. between family life, going going yeah. to going to university, being in being in, in in well leading the band, and also following Marine FC, you must be a pretty busy fella. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you have to of course, yeah, yeah. I'm lucky in the sense that my wife sort of comes with me to that, so we can come back. Oh, that, okay, well, that, 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 that makes a huge difference because um, it's, that's, <laughs> it does, yeah. that's quality time then, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so that, that's an event for them itself, yeah. We can go to the away games, you know, the, the moment of Staley Bridge away or Staley Bridge away. Or, Fond yeah. memories about Staley Bridge train station. I mean, who hasn't, who hasn't spent time on Staley Bridge train station platform? Um, there we are. Yeah. <laughs> now, now, I understand that the band, uh, when it comes to football, it's it's what it's seventy five percent Evertonian and and and, and uh, some token representation for Liverpool. No, no, no. As it stands, it's it's straight down the middle, half and half. Oh, it's half and half now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would have been with, with when my brother was in the band. We'd have been sitting the balance, but now it's uh, yeah, it's fifty-fifty. Yeah, I've got got a litany of friends, as, as you probably have, who've been boarding planes in the last the last uh, you know day or so going over there for the for, yeah. for the match. And I mean, I'm, I'm sure that you're not bothered one iota, but uh, <laughs> but but some some of us are, some of us well, are. Well, each to their own, but I know I'm I'm out to the city tomorrow. Yeah, conveniently, so that's that's uh, I'm up in Leeds, so you're up in Leeds, so this, yeah, you're sufficiently yeah. sufficiently far away. Now, yeah, now, yeah. now, are you still doing a lot of um, sort of practicing at, at Vulcan uh, at the moment, or, or are you managing uh, to get no, there? No, no, Vulcan, um, Vulcan, grilling, we loved it, but um, it wasn't twenty four hour access. One thing or another, so we've got our own tracking okay. um, in the city centre. But uh, no, Vulcan was great. It was a, uh, you know. Again, down the docks, it was always evocative, and it was way half my half biscuit because of the first album. So I would, yeah. was, you know, give me a. Can't argue with that, <laughs> can't argue with that yeah, at no. all. Yeah. Um, now, now um, you, you work with uh, Carlo, Variola, and James Meller. Um, now, with with regards to, to working with people in the future, will you be working with them again? Do you think, or was that just uh, just for the for the EP? Uh, that was that was for the, the first EP that was back in. Um, Demeanour, you're going to attract the right kind of people. Especially, I mean, production work is, of course, 
you know, it's, it's such an extension, an extra appendage of the band that you've got to be completely comfortable with, with who you're aligning with. And it sounds, oh, yeah. it sounds like you are, which is... Yeah, really I mean, cool. I've, yeah, I've had experience when I've been in previous bands where there hasn't been that rapport or there's, you know, there's been a bit of a, I don't know, power imbalance or whatever you want to call it. And it's just made for a miserable experience. And then, you know, I can't even listen back to those old recordings because you see it, I think, oh, didn't quite get it. Or, you know, one thing, it just wasn't a nice experience with us. Certainly, the most recent recordings, it was, it was a joy. And, uh, you know, thinking around in the studio, it was, it was great fun. Brilliant. And, and, and be, being, being a greedy bugger, um, just wondering what, what the next thing we can expect from you might be. <laughs> um, well, we're still kind of in the, the process of promoting the, the, the most recent single, so it's going to be come on like Spotify and iTunes and all that. Oh, good. good next good. week. Um, and then, yeah, then we... We've kind of already got ideas for our next single. Um, so I've made tentative inquiries about studios and one thing or another. But um, beyond that, we haven't quite nailed anything down. And I'm looking at doing dates uh, a bit further afield. Uh, but that's kind of all I'll say for now because it, it's still at the uh, embryonic stage. Yeah, I mean, and this time of year too, I mean, all of a sudden you could just get three festival phone calls in, in a couple of weeks and who knows? You just, you just, yeah, you just, that's it. Yeah, yeah. You just never know. Now, I want I wanted to ask you too because I'm, I'm a bit of a, a bit of a stickler for the aesthetic, and, and uh, all three of your releases, um, culminating with you know with Fault Line, Wild Atlantic Way, obviously there's a theme with the artwork, and and mm. I love it, and it, it's it's suitably retro without being derivative, and I'm just wondering what the what the creative force is behind that. Yeah, yeah, well, that, that kind of hits the nail on the head. Uh, what it was, we met up with um, someone called Becky Curry. Becky Curry Illustrations is a, a Facebook page and that, um, okay. who Nicky, our bass player, worked with. And we just, we had, a, we had a sit down and we were trying to, again, we were trying to not go overly nautical, if you know what I mean, not yeah. kind of leave at the points. But similarly, we didn't want like the movie band picture with everyone looking, you know, <laughs> contrived. Yeah, don't want to be the, yeah. yeah, yeah. The, so we, um, we, we threw a few ideas around and, quite know where it came from but I remembered seeing a web page of like this might sound that but retro matchbox covers that's cool no that's really cool yeah yeah and so we, we just kind of we, we got that up on our, the iPad and we I thought that's the kind of thing we want to go for which I think is what what you said you're going to have yeah because now you mentioned that it, it reminds me of Capstan a, a lot you know, the, right yeah yeah yeah, yeah without, without being blatant if you know what I mean yeah yeah oh nice one yeah it's pretty cool and the um I think just got it straight away. She, she understood where we were coming from. So she designed kind of the, the logo and the first two singles and then um, the latest covered with the uh, the magpie with the playing card symbols on it. That was, I came, I don't know what, what happened, but that, that came from a dream I had and it kind of woke up and thought, like, that's... Well, that's, that's, that's a, story for, <laughs> a story for another day, that one. One of, yeah, <laughs> one yeah. of your dreams. Yeah, but it's, it's lovely because uh, yeah, oftentimes, especially in the world of digital and also, especially in the world of digital teasing before there are any actual physical releases, uh, the artwork seems to play second fiddle with a lot of artists. Not not so, mm. not, not so in this case. And, and it's something that uh, I hold very near and dear to my heart because, of course, when you do get something physical uh, in your hands, um, it's, it's an immense bonus if it's something that, that is also a piece of art at the same time. That's it. We wanted to kind of put the attention to detail across the board. You yeah. Know, we spend all the time fiddling with the music, you know, it, it, it wouldn't make sense to just do a slap bash cover, you know, it's, it, you've got to give it the appreciation, you know, that it deserves. I agree 100%, but, you know, that, that is just, that's not, you know, 
as commonplace as you might think. It's uh, you th mm -hmm. you'd think it would be an obvious one, but but it's not. So and it's, that's very interesting. And, and I'm, I'm, you know, in as much as I'm looking forward to the next release, I'm looking forward to see what's good, what the cover's going to be as well, because that's that's because <laughs> that, that's all part of the game as well. Now, I want to ask yeah. you specifically, um, um, you know, Mick Head, obviously, obviously, he scouts deity. Let's be honest, but um, and, and I know I know that you you know you're a musician yourself, but but when you when you're on stage. And, and you know you're preceding him, or you're looking at him from stage right. Play, playing with him must have been, for want of a better expression, just must have been a phenomenal experience. That's um, yeah. When I look back on it, it's a bit of a pinch yourself experience because uh, we had to make a chance to play with with Mick and the Master Band back in uh, last August. And as part of the day, I did a few songs with him and Lee from Professor Yaffle. We did a few songs. That's right. Um, in a venue called the Flory, and it's a bit of an observatory tower. And yeah. we, we did a few songs acoustically with the choir, and um, and then later on in the night, I, I, me and Luke from the Sugarland, we kind of joined Mick for two songs on stage as well. And I mean, that's just stuff you can't even. No, no. It's, it's like, as, as our manager, you've always said, he said, that's, that's, that's what you get into band, being in a band for. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's moments like that where you, you think, okay, we, we don't ever sell another copy at least. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's always my dad, or you know, for that, for that, even I was in the Elastic Band, or whatever. Do you know what I mean? That's I do. No, that's well, magical. And and I, I spoke to Lee a few months or a few months ago, and he, he was similarly made up about the experience and was as buzzing as you were about the whole thing. And uh, yeah, what a, what a great combo yourselves, Yaffle and 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 Mick. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like the Scouts of Supergroup. Yeah, I, I was pinching myself. I really think, I mean, that, that'd be the one gig I'd have wanted to go to all year. That would have been would have been that that particular gig. Um, I've got I've got a I've got a, one, a couple more questions for you actually, and one of them is, um, I was hoping that you could uh, kindly curate the three songs uh, that I'm going to play to to surround the interview. Just wondering if you want to pick three of your songs for me to play. Oh yes, yeah, certainly. Um, well, I think it would be not to play. The two new ones, Faultline and uh, well, Antiquay. Yeah. And then um, I'll pick uh, I'll pick the last track on the EP, The Moon. I think that's the uh, one yeah. that always goes down by the gig. So I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll pick that one. That's it. Superb. So we've got those three lined up. And um, am I to understand? Is it is it right? You, you're going you're going away or you're going on tour on Sunday? Where are you going? Uh, oh no no no! Um, it's actually to my brother-in-law. Well, he's, oh. not, he's, he's not yet my brother-in-law. He will become my brother. Oh. So we're getting, he's getting married in Spain next week. Oh, gotcha, so, uh, gotcha. I thought you might be off somewhere exotic for a gig. Um, I, I, I've got one last question for you. It's a question I ask everybody and always have, and, uh, it, and it'll make sense in a second. Uh, so hypothetically, you, you, you've done a nice East Coast swing in North America, and you end up at my house, got a cup of, got a hot bevy in your hand with the band, and I bring out the biscuit tin, but it's a magic okay. biscuit tin, uh, and you can choose any biscuit, past, present, or future. What biscuit would you plump for? Oh, you've got to get this one nice, haven't you? Wow, there's no wrong answer, but there are better answers than others. Do, do you know what I'm going to say? I, I don't even know if you still do them. Fox used to do a biscuit called Classics. I, I know exactly the one you mean, Fox Classic, and, and that, that's legit. And I'll, I'll, what I do is I, I align every artist with uh, a graphic of the biscuit of their choice in this <laughs> immensely massive infographic that I put together. Uh, and it's just, yeah. it's just, it's just a bit of a laugh, and it's just really interesting because. Sometimes when you ask somebody um, what their favourite biscuit is, you could have sooner asked them to perform alchemy in their bathroom and they would have answered quicker than, 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 than what, what biscuit is your favourite biscuit. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway, it's, it's, all, it's all a part of fun. And um, 
it's just been a delight talking to you, and and and, I, and I'm and I'm just really looking forward to, to following the, the remainder of your career. And let's hope the trajectory continues as it is in terms of just getting bigger and better as as, as every oh, week goes yeah. by. Oh, no, no, really, really appreciate your support as well. Really, thanks for having me on. Oh, as it's a great podcast anyway, so I'm really honoured to be on. Oh, really th- thank you so very much, and, and safe trip to Spain. And I'll be in touch. Uh, in the next three or four days or so with the link as I'll be recording the show imminently and it should be ready to rock on, on Monday. Excellent. Cheers, mate. Thank all, you very much. All the best. Look after. And you. Cheers, mate. ta What's it wrong, was I? Matty is a delight. Thanks, mate. Do do appreciate that. And uh, I hope you lot appreciate uh, the story as well. The band themselves are uh, they're stu- they're just stellar. I, I'm, I'm just in love with them and I uh, can't wait for new material. Let's hear one last song by them, shall we? Here's the moon. <laughs>
marvellous stuff. That's the shipbuilders, and that is the moon. That's three, as chosen by Matty himself. Thank you, sir. And we'll be hearing lots more by them coming up in the coming months, I am quite sure. Looking forward to uh, new material by them. Again, facebook.com slash the shipbuilders. May, M-A-I, 6-8, as in digits, records.bandcamp.com. Go and buy all their stuff. Next up, one last feature to attend to before I uh, have a chat with, uh, with Joe, Joe Chalmers from Puck to uh, celebrate the release of their debut uh, long player called Feckless. It's time for our cover version of the week. It's cover me time. And it's a little bit of Manic Street Preachers. to be a 
Report to the enemy last place you wanna be the job you detest For the boss you lie less kicks where it hurts Get all the grunt work Positive punishment is a bitch No I'm not kidding I'm just getting started Keep on your the back of me No I'm not kidding I'm just getting started Keep on your the back of me And by Friday I just wanna fly Barely pay a wage, just line your own pockets No, I'm not having it, you come and deal with this You get the big books, not me No, I'm not kidding, I'm just getting started Keep on, you'll the back of me No, I'm not kidding, I'm just getting started Keep on, you'll the back of me And by Friday, I just wanna fly with the birds By Friday, I just wanna fly with the birds Fly with the birds Oh yeah, fly High with the birds For the birds off the brand new LP, Feckless. And I'll uh, get into that uh, in a little bit more detail in just a second. But uh, before I do, let you know that uh, before that we heard our cover me, our cover version of the week. And this week it was Manic Street Preachers uh, doing the theme tune from MASH, Suicide is Painless, off the 1992 triple CD compilation that celebrated 40 years of the NME. Uh, and the NME themselves asked uh, a select uh, 
uh, group of bands to choose their favourite number ones and cover them. And the album is stellar. If you can ever get your hands on it, it was a mail order thing initially. Then it uh, did make its way to retail somehow. I think through uh, some kind of importer. Uh, uh, anyway, all that aside, if you can find it, it's it's a gem. All all forty songs are fantastic in terms of uh, who's chosen what to cover and uh, their various interpretations. Right. I did mention that so we're going to be talking to Joe very very soon from Puck. The brand new LP is called Feckless. And uh, Joe has uh, chosen three songs for me to play from the record. Played one, I've played uh, for the birds. Let's hear the title track now, Feckless. The wind pushes through the trees It's a lazy breeze that comes to carry me from the sand out to the sea Watch the boats roll on your As the tide kisses shore And I'm just a feckless boy Wandering aimlessly Trying to give the weight of the world away And I'm just a feckless boy Thinking relentlessly Trying to give the weight of the world to someone else To someone Terrace bathed in shade Watching ice cubes make my drink a better place Overthinking everything I tend to take advice with a pinch and a slice I'm just a feckless boy wandering in the sleep Trying to give the weight of the world away And I'm just a feckless boy Thinking relentlessly Trying to give the weight of the world To someone else Well, I'm just a feckless boy Aging disgracefully Trying to give the weight of the world away And I'm just a feckless boy Drinking irresponsibly Giving two fingers to the weight of the world The weight of the with the title track to their debut record entitled Feckless. Now, if you want to find out more about Puck, P-U-K-K is their homepage, soundcloud.com slash official Puck, P-U-K-K, all one word, official Puck, facebook.com slash official Puck, P 
P-U-K-K, again, as you would probably expect. Over to me now and Joe for a nice little chat, and uh, you will uh, find out a lot more about what's been going on in the world of Puck. And I'll be back afterwards with one last song to play you off the LP, and it's going to be called All The Stops, and that is just around the corner after this chat. Hey, it's Tara. How are you? I'm good, mate. You? Not bad at all. Uh, kudos to you, first of all. By virtue of this phone call, you're not watching that monstrosity on the TV, so my hat goes off to you. <laughs> I tell you, it's been rock and roll this morning. I've been down to the old man to be laying slabs in the garden. So, you know. Oh, there you go. That's real. That's real. Fair play to you. Good stuff. Now, <laughs> before, before we get into uh, the music, you're from the Midlands. Whereabouts are you from? Uh, Telford, uh, Shropshire. It's oh, okay. Fifteen miles from Wolverhampton. Gotcha. Yeah, because my my uh, all my in-laws are a black country folk. I was just curious to see if you lived in the deep the deep depths of the black country, like like uh, you know Dudley Way and Stourbridge Way, and uh, well, you're, you're, you're close yeah. enough anyway. Yeah, I used to live in Walsall when I was a kid, so Mapton is a lot thicker there. Yeah, yeah, because you can still there's there's the traces of of the Brum. Uh, well, the larger, all-encompassing Brum accent, I can hear it. But uh, all that aside, I was just, that was just morbid curiosity, just to see if you lived within uh, spitting distance of the in-laws. That was just more curiosity than anything else. So, so first off, <clears throat> congrats on the, on the record. It, it's, uh, it's a real storming LP, to be frank. And, um, <laughs> and uh, you know, I, I've been lucky enough to, to, you know, to have been listening to songs of yours over the course of time, and, and then after hearing the singles as, as they, you know, from Feckless to, to Rank Amateur to Sunshine Kisses and all the stops, etc., to get the full length, uh, even though, um, of course, the full length is, is home to these singles that have been spaced throughout the, the course of the last couple of years or so, well, that's fair to say, about a year or so, um, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a pretty complete unit as an LP. Um, so, so the first question I've got, really, is of all the 11 tracks... What was the sort of time frame that they were all written in? Um, you know, was it a two-year time span? Was it was it a smaller time span than that? Um, uh, rank amateur. That's nearly ten years old. My word! So it's that old. Okay. Yeah. Although it says twenty seventeen, uh, you know, on, on your page, it's not twenty seventeen at all. Um, well, it was kind of written, and it was a rough version of it done. And yeah. I brought it to the studio. Uh, and that version you hear on there was done probably three or four months ago. Right. But initially yeah. it was written a decade ago. Yeah, the rough version, yeah. yeah. And I tweaked it and played with it. So that is that by far and away the oldest track that you've got uh, for us to listen to, essentially? Uh, on the album, that's the oldest one. Yeah. And the newest one is probably... Um, what was written on there last? It was either Through and Through or For the Birds. Gotcha. Okay. So it's uh, it's eleven it's eleven tracker and I have to talk about uh, I have to talk about uh, Gavin Monaghan of course now yeah he's how, a legend man yeah I mean he's he's got a few you know a few minor projects under his belt hasn't he um, <laughs> he's and, done all right, he? yeah well with all due respect to yourselves you know with your with your, with your you know debut album essentially yourself and Mark how how did you manage to to snag working with Gavin um, well a local band. Uh, they worked with him, and it was a case of um, I saw who they'd worked with, and I contacted him through I think it was his Facebook page. Oh, good. And I sent him a link to um, to our SoundCloud. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was kind of he listened to it, and uh, he said, you know what, I'll come in for a day, and we kind of took it from there. Oh, fantastic! Completely wrong. 
Well, I don't know. I, th I just think it's great that oftentimes when people say, oh, how'd you end up doing that? I just said, well, I just picked up the telephone, which is exactly what you did. It's, you know, you, you essentially just reached out and asked a question. That's, that's, that's yeah. nine-tenths of it, really, isn't it? It is. I mean, it's something I've wanted to do for ages. I mean, I'm 44, right? So this is something that's been knocking around for a long time. But I've never been that musical. You know, I'll pick up a guitar, play it a little bit, and don't get anywhere. I don't read music, but um, I've got enough knowledge uh, that I can kind of get by and put a melody to it. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, and, uh, uh, to, to, to be truthful, that, that's... That's most people in a nutshell. I mean, there are a few people who are music aficionados who can, who can read and write in, 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 in pure note form. It's, it's an anomaly, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I've kind of muddled along and with time got better and better. And um, I'm, you know, really pleased with the way the album's turned out. Well, I must admit, as I say, I've listened to it quite a few times. And um, it, it's, a, it's a really tidy record. And, and it's, it, I'm not saying it's difficult. To disassociate the singles, but when when you listen to the singles sort of as they come out in sequence, you become obviously familiar with song after song after song. And then when you, yeah. when, you when you hear the LP and there's the familiar singles, and this applies to any band in any any you know, any any spate of singles in an album release, you tend to gravitate towards the new ones and want to know them as well. And uh, it doesn't yeah it doesn't take doesn't take that long to be as familiar with the the newer songs on the LP as the ones that have been christened as singles. Now. In my ignorance, is this record officially, officially out yet for the punters to, to get their hands on? No, there's some singles on the usual suspects like uh, Spotify, iTunes and all the rest of it. And yeah. the album actually comes out on the 16th of June. So okay. it's another 26, 7 days. Okay, so this really is a bit of a, a pre-listen. So, but, but that will, will it be available uh, on, on all platforms essentially when it is out in June? No, I'm absolutely skimmed now, so it's a case of I'm just doing a digital release, and if it does okay, there'll be a CD release, and ultimately, the ultimate goal is just to get on vinyl. You know? Yeah, yeah, just gen generate the interest first and, you know, dip your toe in the water. That's great. So June the 16th yeah. is the date, you know, you lot can all get your hands on this. Um, let's talk a little bit more about the, the, the production as well, because after you entrusted this to, to Gavin, I mean, you know, you as being a two-piece, that in itself is not a run-of-the-mill uh, dynamic in 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 a band that makes the kind of racket that you make, and I mean that in the nicest possible way. Um, so there's, you know, there's, there's, there's less, well, there's less need for democracy and, and agreement when there's two of you. So is, is Mark very much in the same boat with you when it comes to these decisions, you know, using Gavin and, and, and the process in general? Um, I kind of bring the songs to the table, yeah. and um, they're in acoustic rough kind of form. And we kind of take from there in, in the studio, we'll knock things about and ideas and then kind of uh, go on from there. Well, would, would it be fair to say that, for instance, the acoustic version of Feckless, would that be a typical sort of introduction to a song before you start uh, adding all the layers for final product? Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. That's how it sounds in the, the back bedroom where I record normally. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and, and again, you're obviously, you, you, you understand the meat and potatoes of the song, but that's, that's really what Mark would be the recipient of as well. Yeah, that's what everybody gets, and uh, we just take it from there. And uh, as I say, in the studio, we'll kick around ideas, and I mean, some of the tracks have got drums, some haven't. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's just worked out that on that particular day where I booked in, uh, Mark wasn't available. <laughs> that's so, neat. You know what I mean? It yeah. could have been a different, yeah. Need, needs must, and it's just happenstance. That, that, that's fine. That's often the catalyst to greatness is just letting it go and see, seeing what happens. Well, the, the name itself is interesting, and, and 
Uh, I, am, I am correctly saying that you are called Puck, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. And is, is Pissed Up Karaoke, has that got any credence to it at all? <laughs> or, is it, or is that just something just to chuck in a bio for, for a bit of fun? No, that was um, an old demo tape that I had. Um, yeah. I've listened back to it and... You know, as I do some nights, I'll have a couple of drinks and then just record and see what comes out. I'm improvising great. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I've, listened, I've listened back to the tape and it did sound like pissed up karaoke, so I just scrolled that on the tape. And some tapes have got different things written on them. And uh, yeah, when I was reading through some old tapes and bits and pieces for inspiration, there it was. <laughs> well, and uh, Puck was born. Well, I, th I think it's hilarious because as I'm reading here, it says that you had to add the extra K because of a Finnish metal band. Yeah, they got in touch through Facebook, and they weren't best pleased. <laughs> <laughs> They're flying. We're flying over to East Midlands Airport, to have you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we added the extra cane. It looks good on the logo. So it, it does. It, it looks more balanced. But no, I thought that was hilarious. But pissed up karaoke. Um, now, now, your artwork um, has a theme. Uh, I think it's pretty fair to share. Fair to say. Fair to say. Um, Who's, yep. who's, who's the, the creative type behind, A, the, the final, well, essentially the, the, the band name is a logo now. Um, so who's responsible for yep. that and who's responsible for all the sleeves? Oh, I do that on my phone. <laughs> so, <laughs> so super, super, super high-tech, you're sending it out to a third-party third ad agency like Saatchi and Saatchi to come up with something for you. No, you just you, 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 you did yeah. the logo and, and the sleeves on your phone. Fair enough, but but all all I mean by that is that there's no denying that a that, that there actually is a, a theme, obviously with the logo itself of, of of the band name. But all your all your sleeves have a common yeah. look and feel to them. That's where I'm going with that. Uh, definitely, yeah. Phone, yeah, phone or otherwise, phone. you know. Say again, I was going to say they've got a common theme, phone or otherwise, <laughs> regardless of where they were created. Yeah, yeah. Um, I try and keep it um, in some way, be it think outside the box or kind of laterally. It's something to do with the song, you know, yeah. the lyric or yeah, yeah. So there is a common theme. Yeah, well, I'm not one of those people who just um, I, I like to buy you know physical products still if I can, but if something is digital only, at least to I at least like to make my music library beautified and pretty with the appropriate album work and make sure that I'm you know suitably anal about all of the details I put in for any particular release and as I scroll through Puck in my uh, you know my music aggregator program here it looks really nice all, all, the, all your music adjacent to the artwork it just looks like a like a hole really because I'm looking at one I'm looking at seven sleeves right now and they all sort of seem like they yeah. belong they belong together whether that's good or bad yeah. I'm not quite sure it just is no, definitely. There's, there's uh, you know, a bit of thought behind it and um, a bit of work put into it. So if you're going to put something out there, make it look the best you can. Well, I'll give it yeah, you know, my thoughts entirely. So, so with Factless coming out, well, let's do count the days, really. It's, it's really four weeks, isn't it? It's coming out, um, which, yeah. which isn't that long. You've, you've had uh, some sort of mainstream airplay uh, thus far. Um, is, is anything else around the corner that's exciting for any radio appearances, perhaps, or... Uh, Anything in, in the world of uh, live gigging as well? Um, as far as um, airplay goes, I'm, uh, I don't think there's anything coming up in particular. Um, yeah, we did really well. We landed, uh, I sent a CD to Steve Lamack, yeah. and uh, he played that on BBC Six. So, you know, that's a bucket list tick. I was just, I'm over the moon about that. Yeah, well, that's. If nothing else, I've got that, you know? Yeah, well, that's a big, if you're going to get one, that's the one to get, isn't it? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too tough. I mean, you can't get John Fields play anymore. You know what I mean? So he's he's a daddy. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you've just got to, ideally, you want to have five or six people that in an aggregated capacity can maybe touch John Peel. But uh, we're just going to have one. Lamax yeah. good. Hopefully, hopefully he doesn't play it just the once. Hopefully he plays it more than uh, more than that. But uh, what about what about gigging in terms of the two of you being uh, being out there in front of an audience? Is that something that uh, you enjoy? Is it something that you see as, as an as integral part of, of, of the operation? Um, we've only ever played live together in the studio. Right. I've practiced with him a couple of times at Mark's house. We've actually been around there and kind of a day before we've gone in the studio. Right. So no, no real practice been done together. We've never gigged. Never gigged at all. Now, is that something that you are uh, going to address? <laughs> it's, it's one of those, oh, I want to get around to doing it, but uh, at the moment, um, to finish the album off, it's all... Uh, my guitar and bass and so I'm kind of down to one acoustic guitar now. Right. So uh, I could do with an electric guitar before I do anything. I've got no amps or <laughs> oh, you're going to make me start crying now. I haven't got an amp, I haven't got this. No, I was just curious because I, I know obviously when it's a two-piece, that in itself is is a massive, massive difference to the stereotypical ba you know, band per se. Then of course... Yeah. If the band is segregated as such, where vox and guitar is segregated from percussion, and vox guitar does, you know, more than the lion's share of writing, then that in itself brings more uniqueness to this dynamic as well. So it's entirely understandable that you you started studio-wise to get that sorted out before you venture out live. Now, this this record is coming out. Is is there going to be? Uh, uh, to use old vernacular, is there going to be a single that you that you're going to pull off this as well to, to, to try and gain more prominence for the for the full length? Are you going to try and release another single off this record? Um, I think that'll be stretching it a bit much. We put uh, for the birds out a few weeks ago. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of the latest single. Yeah. So I think we're just going to try and push that. Um, BBC producing West Midlands, uh, Birmingham. They played it last week, so I'll meet up with that. Good. And, uh, yeah, so I'm just trying to push that at the moment. You just need to get yourself a tour with uh, Go Kart Mozart and Lawrence, and then you'll be on the map, won't you? With some West, some West Midlands brethren. You need to, you need to, you need to solidify all the. Well, you know that the West Midlands isn't exactly showered in glory. If, if you don't know it from the rest of the country, you just you just sort of look over it. But it's a beautiful place, and it's got its fair share of talent. But it, it's not exactly. Yeah. It's, well, you're not exactly lauded like you were from uh, from Camden, are you? No. No. <laughs> anyway, go, yeah, go. we're kind of out the way and overlooked, as you say. Go, go, go and hunt down Lawrence and see if he could be the catalyst to something for you. Um, now, with with um, looking at the record here, eleven songs in all. Are, th are there any songs that that you that you've got in your hot little hands that didn't make the cut? Uh, yeah, I've got the best part of um, seventeen songs, which. Uh, well, if this does any good, and I can get the money together, I'd record and stick it as a second album, as a follow-up. Right. Um, but uh, there was one tune which, hang on, what's it called? Uh, well Lived In Skin. And that was the very first tune I recorded in the studio, and it was my first day in there, and I was proper nervous. Uh, I did Sleeping Rough with Mark, and we did, um, yeah, Well Lived In Skin. And my vocal was just all, all over the place, so <laughs> that didn't make it up. Gotcha. But so, so they're, they're, they're written and some of them are half recorded, but if, if, if push came to shove, you could chuck out another full length with what you've got written already? Uh, 
Uh, I could stick another 11 songs out that I'm really happy with. Um, That's great. I've got them all done in acoustic form already, and it'd be a case of just, you know, going to the studio and just hammer it out. Fantastic. That's good to know. Um, now, is is your own label? It's called Tidy Karma, isn't it? Yeah, well, um, nobody else is going to put us out, so we thought we'd just stick <laughs> <that> ourselves. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, I'm just reading here because... You know, you're, you're a bit of a well-kept secret. To find information on you online in the wonderful, you know, Tinterweb, it's, uh, there's, there's not an awful lot about you, but reading about Tidy Karma, and you said you took inspiration from uh, the T-model Fords. Uh, from the old blues guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, which I think is really cool. It's something that, uh, you know, that, that you... I'd actually forgotten about the existence of T-model Fords, to be frank, I've, um, but that, <laughs> having read your Tidy Karma reference, I, it got, got me remembering again. It's something that you've rekindled for me. But I, I love how at the, at the end of this, this bio that you've got, it says, it's never too late to make some noise. Puck, it's almost punk. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, the one tune we did turned out nice again. That's probably... Just as basic as it gets, it's the guitar and the drums are recorded live, and it's two blokes in the mid forties just smashing it out in the studio. And it was just it's really fun, and that's kind of probably what we'll be doing with most of the second album. Well, I reckon I reckon you got yourself at least a T-shirt there. It's never too late to make some noise, and on the back, puck, it's almost punk. There you go. That could fund your next LP T-shirt sales. <laughs> I might go with that one, yeah. You never know. You never know, do you? Even if they don't know who you are, it, it's a, it's a pretty, pretty catchy, catchy sort of mantra for life, isn't it? Really. Anyway, so let yeah. let, let me ask you this. Um, I, I always end off interviews with, with a question that, that's, it might be deemed flippant, but uh, it is for, it is poignant. I can assure you. Um, I, I ask everybody, regardless of whether you're uh, you know Noel Gallagher or, or, or Joe Chalmers, I ask you. Um, Hypothetically, you're around my place after a, a successful, immensely successful pub gig. You've got a nice, warm, you've got a nice warm bevy in your hand, yourself and Mark, and I, I, I crack out the biscuit tin. But it's a magic biscuit. It's, it's a magic biscuit tin, Joe, and, and you have to take it very seriously because you can choose any biscuit on God's green hey. earth, past, present, or future. What biscuit would you choose? Oh, hands down, chocolate milk all day. Fantastic. I love the very fact that you didn't hesitate because the vast majority of people hesitate as if I've asked them, which of your kids would you kill first? It, it, it's, 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 it's one of those things that, that you know, biscuits have, have a real place of prominence. And even if I interview you know, an Aussie band, a Kiwi band, an American band, it still resonates. And uh, I'm, I'm really glad that you just came in there without any hesitation at all. That, that's admirable because usually people just vacillate between... Was it the hub number? Oh, oh, I quite like bourbons. Oh, custard creams and all that, you know. But you were straight in there, so fair, fair deuce. Um, could I, could I ask you that uh, you please keep in touch so that you know whenever you've got any new material or you want to, you know, sneak a sneak a play out there before it's officially released, we'd love to accommodate you because we've been playing. Well, we, we's kind of a loose term. I, me, been playing on the program, you know, since since I found out about you, and and I'd, and I'd love to keep in touch and make sure that I've, I'm, you know, abreast of all things. Puck, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I've got a few bits and pieces in demo, so uh, I mean, I'm happy to send them over to you. Yeah, anytime. I'd love to, and, and um, you know, if you're okay with me playing it, I'll gladly play it. But uh, let me, uh, the last question I've got for you: um, if you could choose, uh, if you could choose, I'm asking you to choose, if 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 it's all possible, why don't you curate the three songs I'm going to play off uh, off the LP? Why don't you choose the three? So, what? Uh, which three? Yeah. 
let's see. Um, for the birds. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's a tough one. I've got to pick this three. It's right. tougher, it's tougher than the biscuit question, um, isn't it? Yeah, feckless. Yeah. And. Ooh. Probably all the stops. Okie dokes. Great, so you've picked all three. So they'll be surrounding the interview. So I'll uh, I'll be in touch uh, in the next week or two with all the details. In the meantime, have a, have a good have a good rest after looking all those paving stones about, and do not turn the telly on. No, I'm going um, uh, unless you're watching the nice unless you're watching the cup final, do not turn the telly on. <laughs> all right, look after. Talk soon. Tra. Right, bye. bye. Right then, you're sussed puckwise. I would jolly well hope so. Thank you, Joe, for that chat. Uh, one more track to get to by Puck. Here it is. It's called All the Stops. If you're Always looking backwards It's no wonder you keep on falling over The hurt won't last forever You can't fix this with a plaster As the day out on us and our shadows bleed to darkness remember the days when you could not be stopped it's about time you gave up giving up if you're always looking backwards It's no wonder you keep on falling If 
Is that for episode 83 of Near Perfect Pitch? Thanks for listening. Uh, and as is the norm, I'm going to do my sort of grovel before I sign off. Please, if you can, recommend the programme to just one other discerning musical listener. And I'd be very, very grateful. That way I can uh, increase listenership and hopefully do a better job of things. Um, I'm recording this on a Tuesday, so I apologise that it's, uh, it's a couple of days late this week. I'm still seething from the, the Champions League uh, and specifically Sergio Ramos this uh, this Saturday. So uh, I'm having to deal with it like a, like a petulant little child. Anyway... That's it for 83. I'll be back next week with a couple of interviews and a whole load of new releases and a whole load of top tunes. Thanks for listening. Ta-ra. <laughs>